are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. Happy Thursday coming to you from the home of the Luke House. Uh, It's not Thursday, but... You know what? We're here and we're talking some Pac-12 football. All right. Arizona, I think we know, holds the mantle. It's probably being the worst team in the conference. Um, Well, I think they are the worst team in the conference. Unfortunately for Wildcat fans, though, I think the best team in the conference probably resides up north. And that's the ASU Sun Devils. Um, I thought going into the year that ASU had a really good chance of winning the conference. I think that they're probably the strongest team across the board and in a weird way, the most stable. It's certainly in the South, mainly because I think their talent's good enough and the coaches have certainly been able to show that um, their team is not worried about the uh, about the problems that the uh, they could potentially be facing. So though that's kind of the state of the state of Arizona. I think when you're looking at... Uh, uh, the L.A. schools, UCLA is pretty good. USC, who knows? You're going to have a new coach there. And uh, Utah is bizarre um, because of everything that's happened. I think Colorado sucks, but I just don't think that they probably stink as much as Arizona. So that's basically your rundown of the South. The North, Oregon has a lot of talent, but I think Mario Cristobal kind of stinks. Uh, Stanford has really, really slipped under David Shaw, and I think a lot of people don't want to admit it, but that's just the way it is. Washington looks like poo. Uh, Washington State isn't good. Neither is Cal, which essentially makes up the entire Pac-12 North is just not being very good with the exception of Oregon, and who really knows, I guess, how good Oregon is. So the Pac-12 South, I think, is better. If Arizona was in the Pac-12 North, I still don't think that they would win a game. But you know what? Who knows? I mean, that's not the point of the uh, what I'm trying to make here. But when it comes to when it comes to Arizona, Arizona State, um, if you're ASU, Schuster, mm-hmm. and and Herm Edwards wins the Pac-12, and I know we probably talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I think it's a fascinating topic, and I'm going to bring it up again. Okay, do you keep him? Do I keep Herm Edwards? Yeah. Yeah. No matter what the sanctions are? Yeah, no matter what the sanctions I, I, I don't even know when the hell the sanctions are going to come down the pike anymore. Right. You know, it's a, it used to be, it seemed like if you did something bad. There was generally like. It was uh, fairly quick. Right, yeah. That, like that within, you were, at least within five years. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I don't even. I don't, we're talking about something that's. Po- now, this will be a slight exaggeration. Herm Edwards could be 92 years old by the time ASU right. gets sanctioned and, and for honestly, what it did I'm under not even COVID. Sure that it's a slight exaggeration. Yeah. It's a, so I, there's yeah I yeah I mean we already we already know what he what what was done and it's not good. Would I keep him? Yeah. I think and but you know maybe a short leash it a little bit and uh, see what. Ultimately, do, do happens agree, as far as their talent the is concerned. Team in the conference? Probably. Yeah. I I don't. I I think they're going to stumble along the way. Yeah, I think they've got d- the best because they're dumb. Yeah. However, one of uh, one of the things that I've been fascinated with them is that they have gotten a lot better in their last two games about limiting penalties. That's and and that's a problem for the rest of the conference. When ASU was struggling, 
they were struggling because more often than not, they were doing themselves harm as opposed to what the opposition was doing. Mm -hmm. uh, they made the mistakes that kept other people in the game and made enough mistakes to where BYU was, uh, you know, their one loss. They were in control. But ASU didn't look particularly good against UNLV. Right. I think there was a conference game in there maybe early on. There might, might be something that I'm drawing a blank on by this stage. But, you know, they, early on, they were, um, I think, committing... You know, anywhere like double-figure penalties, and that was that was a problem. And, and it was one of those things where you knew it was going to be a problem if it continued. Well, the last couple of weeks, Arizona has, State has done a much better job of limiting that, and as a result, they've done a much better job of coming up with some convincing victories. I think this weekend's game is really interesting and could be a problem for the Sun Devils. Okay, tell me why they're at Utah. Hmm. Utah, Utah is, for a variety of reasons, as schizophrenic as any team, any other team in the conference. There, there are a bunch of teams like this. They're the team that lost to San Diego State. They've got another loss on their schedule that I'm drawing a blank on. Apologies. Um, but their performance at USC over the weekend was under the radar dominant. Mm -hmm. And... I, I know that I can't figure out USC from week to week either. USC sucks. But USC is the team that went up to Colorado, and I know Colorado's not good, but they dominated Colorado by 25 points. That game was never close. Well, right, you but know, isn't and, that and like they, USC and, coming in beating Arizona? Well, it, well I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, but at the very least, you don't expect Utah, and we all know Utah is the, generally the most stable team in the conference. Mm -hmm. They, they're going to—you're you're guaranteed usually to get nine wins out of Utah. They're going to compete for the Pac-12 right. South. They went into Los Angeles and kicked the bleeping crap out of SC, who's a talented right. team, but didn't know what to do. Better coaching, better skill set, better game plan, just, just blew USC's doors off. So if they start to play with a little bit of confidence— that's going to be an—that that has the potential, I think, to be a really interesting football game. Mm -hmm. The line on that one right now is basically a pick em, and I understand it. Right. I, I, that's— That's that's an interesting—yeah, yes, exactly. Plus, Utah is a bizarre place to play. Any mountain school mm -hmm. is kind of a—but especially one that's well-coached, like Whittingham is, that's just a bizarre place to play. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so, I don't think—even though I think ASU is the best— is the most talented team in the conference. Let's go with that. Most talented team in the conference. I don't think they're going through the conference undefeated. Right. I think somebody is going to trip them up, and it wouldn't be, surprise me if it happens twice. Right. Uh, now, that, 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 that puts a little bit more pressure on them, but I could see the—I think the Pac-12 South is still wide open. And a team like Utah— Do you eliminate Arizona from the discussion, even though they're not well, mathematically— they're, they're, mathematic they're not mathematically out of it, so— you and I can both see a huge jump in performance from Arizona. Gunner Cruz 2.0? Uh, maybe Plummer 2.0. You, you start scratching. Those are some exciting you start, possibilities. You start, you start scratching Plummer off the list? How dare you? Everybody just talks. Everybody just talks about like it's automatically Gunner Cruz. You, I don't know. Are you going to put it on cruise control, or are you going to roto rooter the entire oh, conference from gosh. this point on? Those are your options. Yes, they were. Those that options a, are as that good. That was a built bar energy type, uh, <laughs> type really, response. It right really there. was. So I, I, I think there are, you know, there are still there, there. There's a lot of, as they say, right. in cliche land. There's a lot of football still to be played, and I think the I think the South and 
The North, maybe to a lesser degree, it appears that Oregon's probably... I can't even say that. I think Oregon State's pretty good, right. even though they lost over the weekend. So maybe Oregon State, as this thing, you know, uh, filters out a little bit, can make a run in the North, even with the setback uh, last week, because, hell, Oregon had a setback too. So that, they both got one loss in the North. ASU has the inside track, I think. Well, but, yeah, uh, no but, duh. But... I don't think they're going undefeated in conference. I don't either. Let's talk about that coming up. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. All right, I was just applying some sweat block during that 60-second uh, spot because I'm getting nervous thinking about the rest of the Pac-12 season if ASU wins the conference. That's just how dynamic and potent sweat block is. Let's talk about the North a little bit here. That's got to be the worst conference in, like, major college football. Washington State is awful. Nah, they're just not, they're uninspiring. They're not very good. They're not awful. And they knocked off Oregon State. No, that is true. That is true. I apologize. Yeah, they're not I awful. There's a lot of there's a lot of mediocre to okay, yeah, and I know yeah. we're yes. splitting All right, hairs and fair enough. Fair enough. The right. only awful team in this conference is Arizona. Maybe Colorado. Yeah, I think Arizona and Colorado would. Uh, I think Colorado might have something to say about that. Yeah, but there are a couple other teams in the North that aren't very good. Right. There's and 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 that seems to be like the definition of what's going on in the north right now there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah okay uninspiring inconsistent not particularly good mm-hmm. i don't know that it's the best i think and i think i mentioned this before i think the pac-12 as a whole is just like every other conference once you get past uh you know georgia and alabama even though alabama lost over the weekend um there you you've got a couple good teams in each conference and then you've got a lot of mediocrity still trying to figure it out from week to week and if you bet those teams you're just dumb because mm-hmm. uh, it could go it could go anyway and, and and i think that's what's happening in this conference just like it's happening in every other conference too probably has a lot to do with you know still trying to get your feet wet after after the COVID season i think we may see some separation as the season progresses but we're not quite there yet we're close to it but we're not quite there yet um Anyway, well, your your conversation about the Pac-12 North. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, the North stinks. The Pac-12 as a whole just kind of stinks. Um, how do I put this? Um, well, I mean, see, I actually dis- as you're trying to formulate your thought, I disagree with you on the Pac-12 stinking. Again, I think I don't think the Pac-12 is any worse than every other conference in the country. They all are going through this situation. They're all mediocre. Right. Most of the teams in their respective conferences are all mediocre. Do you think the Big Ten is better than the uh, Pac-12? I think Iowa's good. I think Penn State's good. Michigan's good. After that, Ohio State's pretty good. And Ohio State's going to be. I think Ohio State's going to be the first team that separates, that improves dramatically right. as the season moves but along. That's like four teams that are better than anybody in the Pac-12. Are they better than anybody in the Pac-12? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, being that Oregon beat a Ohio State yeah. in the horseshoes. Now, so that's now, a good now point. if you play that game in week nine, do you get a different result? You probably do. I think, I think the, as much as I hate to say this, I think the SEC is significantly better. Than, really? Well, Alabama and Georgia would kick the dog shit out of any team in the Pac 12. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they kick the dog crap out of any other team in any other conference, probably, too. True, but you've got other teams, too, like a. A&M just beat Alabama. True. A&M, I don't, I don't trust A&M's quarterback play. I don't, he I had don't a either. great game. I don't either. Uh, but was it Calzada? Yeah. Calzada, but you do Calzada. realize he's the new QB now. Yes. Yeah. But he had a I, – I saw him two weeks earlier. Yeah. 
and he looked and, and like he was crap. Right. gruesome. Yeah. So maybe he's inconsistent right now, just like. Uh, but you're right. I Ole, mean, there's talent on that front line de- defensively Ole, that keeps you in a lot of games. Ole Miss would be as good as. Ole Miss is good. Arkansas is good. Kentucky's been those a real surprise. Be, I guess I my point is those, uh, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah it's those, a good. But let's take the SEC out of the equation because every year the SEC is better. Right. Is the Big Ten that much better? No. Is the ACC that much better? No. Is the Big Twelve that much better? No. Right. Oklahoma's a facade. Oh, I don't they know. are. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how Oklahoma keeps winning, but they're By the a way, facade. Did fart? I don't know. Uh, oh, I, I was too busy talking about Oklahoma, so it all smelled like crap as far as I was concerned. Uh, so, yeah, that's fair. You know, the Pac-12 North has its problems, and the Pac-12 South, I think, has better teams, but they're going to be competitive, and I think you're going to get a lot of maybe weird results right, for from sure. week to week, I think it's, which makes it an interesting conference. Does it make it a good conference in terms of being representative in, a, in, in this lousy playoff structure? Probably not. But does it make it interesting week to week? Being uncertain as to what might happen? Yeah, I think it, I think there's an entertainment factor that comes into that. We're going to be off Friday um, because of our... Well, because I'm going to be up in Denver. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool, you are possibly the only person I've ever I, met who, who celebrates... As if you're going to, I like how I'm making it out like I'm like returning to Barcelona. You're going or to the Seychelles or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yes. You're hanging out in some you're resort in the in, Mediterranean. You're going to see me in Curacao. So where am I? Where am I? Well, I'm going to I'm going to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Don't know awesome. if you know or not, but I'm going to be in Casa Grande for the weekend. <laughs> oh wow. All right. So here's my score prediction. Mm-hmm. I, as much as I'd like to back the A in this one, I can't. Okay. Under good good conscious. I am going to go Arizona 13, mm-hmm. Colorado 21. That's a pretty good score. It is. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, it's pretty good. I was thinking sort of in the 23 to 10 range, but I could see it being 14 to 10 too. Right. Uh, I haven't looked at the weather report, but so, so if that's a problem up there, right. and it could be. Uh, then maybe you're definitely looking at a lower-scoring game. There's nothing about Arizona that suggests to me, especially with Cruz and Plummer, that all of a sudden they're going to be able to they're, they're going to be an offensive juggernaut. Right. Uh, but Colorado isn't very good. Right. So is this going to? I would expect this to be a low-scoring game. Okay. So what are you going to go with? Uh, 14-10. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats. <laughs>